Hi, this is John Owens. I'm the general manager of The Light, and we are so excited about our upcoming uh, spiritual and educational tour of Israel. It's coming up in February, um, February 15th through the 24th, 2019. I can't believe we're talking about 2019 already. One of the things I wanted to do was we've gotten a lot of questions about what this tour is going to look like, and uh, what a blessing to actually have Rauf here, who is going to be our actual tour guide and uh, excited that you're actually in the U.S. to be able to come into the studio and talk with me a little bit about our trip to Israel. So thank you for coming. You're welcome. The pleasure is mine. See, and he's not faking the accent either. That's great. <laughs> That's a true accent. Well, can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we start asking you questions about the trip? Well, Brother John, as you said, my name is Rauf Karburani, and Rauf, R-A-O-U-F, means uh, mercy. Mercy. I was born in Jerusalem, the old city. I was raised in the old city. I got married in Jerusalem in Israel, and I got ma- and I have my two sons over there as well. Uh, I love Israel. I love Jerusalem in particular, and my heart is always there, no matter where I uh, go to, uh, throughout the world. I'm in Asheville, but my heart is in in Jerusalem, Israel. Mm. I got uh, raised in a Christian family. I am uh, related to the Assyrian Orthodox Church. Okay. The Assyrian Orthodox Church is one of the oldest churches in the Middle East. And the, the headquarter of it is actually in Damascus, Syria. I was born as a Christian. I was raised as a Christian. I went to Christian schools. But uh, I can say that I thought or believed that I am a Christian because I was baptized as an infant. Mm. But eventually I came to understand that uh, if I want to be saved, it's my decision and not my parents' decision. And thus, uh, I surrendered my will to the, to, to the Lord and became a, a true Christian, born-again Christian. Thanks be to God. Mm, amen. Amen. Well, t- so, so you're a believer. How did, you, how did you come to be a tour guide in Israel? How did that happen? Well, m- the profession of my dad, he had a, a jewelry souvenir shop in one of the hotels in Jerusalem, and mm-hmm. it's called Ritz Hotel, a big one. And since I was a boy, I used to go and help him at that shop. And of course, uh, hotel, which means pilgrims coming, groups coming into there. And I was impressed by the guides that used to bring them in, talk to them, uh, lead them. And that has reflected on my personality. Since I was a boy, I said, I want to be a guide. And until I grew up and uh, was able to become a guide, I studied at the Hebrew University. I passed all my tests and became a guide that God has led me to do. Hebrew University, you can read Hebrew? I can read Hebrew. I can speak Arabic, English, French. Wow. Uh, well, you've got me beat. I took <laughs> I, I took four years of French, and I barely know what Marcy is. Uh, and I didn't even say that right. I studied it 12 years. Actually. 12 years? Yes. Uh, I was at the French school in Jerusalem. Well, that's definitely helped as a tour guide. Knowing yes. multiple languages, especially the common ones, is going to be helpful. Yeah. Amen. Wow. So um, so if you speak fluent French, you can come on our trip and you could speak to them without any problem. I did not guide in French. Oh. <laughs> I only guide in English. And my heart is in the American market, actually. Okay. Uh, throughout the 20 years as a guide, I uh, hardly guided other countries. I have no prejudice, of course. But uh, when I, I am with American groups, okay, they understand me when I talk about salvation and about the land mm-hmm. of Jesus. Because they come there and they are pre, uh, uh, prepared about uh, what they're going to see and the word of God. Mm. And since the, the whole trip is not a leisure trip, it will have some fun, definitely. But it's a pilgrimage. Mm. 
And thus, uh, we need people who come to Israel to know a little bit about the word of God. And when they come over there, we take care of them, that it will be clearer for them and to connect the history, the geography and uh, the uh, cultural aspect of the country to the word of God to make it more flourish for them and blossoming. Okay, so uh, so if somebody knows very little about, maybe they're a new Christian, they don't know a whole lot of the stories, mm-hmm. or you have a seasoned Christian where there's a pastor maybe that mm-hmm. comes along or somebody that's been through you know eight years of Bible college mm-hmm. or something, uh, it doesn't matter where you are in your walk, this is one of those trips that uh, you're going to be able to explain what we're seeing Amen. Uh, right from Scripture. Right and from Scripture. What I do is that I take the group from one location to another, from one side to another, at each site, I open the Word of God. We read the Scripture. If there are many stories, we can only uh, can read only one or two max. And then I give all the other stories that references so they can read them themselves. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about the Word of God and the, the connection about with that location and what has happened at that location. And then, of course, we take all kinds of uh, answers. Yes, I led big theologians, and they know way more than me. And I have led also in my group that people did not believe at all. And before they left Israel, they were baptized. Wow. Yes. So through the experience through there, the experience. they come to Christ. Amen. Wow. So what what is a common expectation from a, a, a trip like ours, Americans coming to Israel, or Christians coming to Israel? What are, what are the... The expectations. What are thinking? What are people thinking? And then, what's the reality once they get there? I mean, what is something that maybe it's a misconception, or uh, they think it's a certain way, but it's actually something different? Is there well, a common one? What struck the people first when they come to Israel? They say, "This is not what I expected to see." Even the landscape itself, they thought it's kind of completely different, and that's why when they are in the states and think it's completely different, and they read the word of God. They cannot visualize the word of God in the true way, in the correct way, as was and is, because the landscape is the same landscape since 2000, since creation until today. And thus, when they come and see the layout of the country that God has created by his own hands, and now they read the word of God, they can connect it together and be clearer for them. That is the conception, the, the, the surprise for the people when they come. So you probably get back on the bus, go into the next site, and, and there's a lot of conversations like, well, I read that. For years, I've read that in my Bible, but seeing it gives it a whole different perspective. And saying, thank you for bringing me here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me, can I talk about um, uh, like security stuff? Because I've gotten a lot of questions about um, you're going to Israel. I'm not sure if uh, I'm nervous about it because of what I see on the news or social media. Tell us about what it's like there for somebody that might be a little nervous going because of, of what they see on TV. Well, first of all, Israel is safer than many other countries of the world. And I can't say even including Toronto, Ontario, from Canada. Because like a few days ago, there was a man who shot 14 people. We all know on the news. Things can happen in Israel and anywhere in the world. We should not allow these terrorists to control our lives. Israel's security is always the best in the world. Always. So people coming to Israel, yes, their beloved ones uh, who did not travel with them, and they tell me, are you crazy to go to Israel? You don't know what's going on there? But when they come, they say, Rauf, we don't see what we see on the TV. It's very safe. We thank God that we made the decision and we came. It's very safe over there. And it is very safe over there. Yeah. Israel is on top of everything. And if there is a, an area that is not safe, they will immediately let us know not to get into that area. 
they we are in direct contact with the authorities always mm-hmm. okay and there is nothing called unsafe areas of course everything is in the hands of god okay but we try our best and israel is a safe country i encourage everyone to come and not to be hesitant because of uh, security issues because israel is very safe way safer than many european countries and many towns within the united states of america well if i've, I've traveled the world uh, uh, a lot and been to a lot of different places and it's uh, generally not what you think it is once you get on the ground. Uh, what you see on TV and social media c- kind of makes it seem worse than mm-hmm. it is. But it's good to hear that, uh, uh, you know. You, we even now started uh, with the Wilcox Company taking people towards uh, Jacob's Well in the heart of the West Bank. No problem at all. We go there, we visit Jacob's Well, we drink from the same water, we read John 4, we explain. Okay, we go to the Jersey Mountain, we visit uh, the Temple of the uh, Samaritans. It's all safe. No problem. Well, that's good to know because that's a question that I get, I've get. i gotten quite often. Let me ask you about what we're actually going to be doing. So um, I, there's a lot of stuff we're packing in in, in this uh, 10-day trip that we're mm-hmm. taking uh, to Israel. By the way, we're leaving out of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So the flights leave out of Charlotte. We get there. Uh, we've got some scenic drives. We're going to be getting <laughs> off the buses, doing things and experiencing things. Like, Give me, give me some highlights of what uh, people can expect on this trip that seemed to be the thing that everybody walks away going wow that was neat well the moment they come to israel they expect to have a jet lag <laughs> <laughs> jet lag yeah, exactly but uh, they will overcome it the first destination when we when they come down from the uh, plane uh, is that we head towards caesarea maritime okay and that would be it's not mentioned by the way in the four gospels at all and we start over there because of its importance in the book of Acts of the Apostles, four times even. And one of the most important times would be Cornelius and his household with people. Mm. And that's a thrilling place to visit because that is we, the Gentiles, because we are all Gentiles. We are not Jewish. Okay? And that is where the Pentecost happened for us as Gentiles. And the gateways on the whole world was opened over there so that the, the word of God will spread. And consequently from there, we start covering for about four nights the whole Galilee, including the Sea of Galilee, a sail on the Sea of Galilee, the Golan Heights Plateau, Caesarea Philippi, that is mentioned in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 16. We go towards Tel Dan and read from Psalm 42, as well First Kings chapter 12, and we go to also the town or the Canaanite town of Hazor or Hatsor, some people pronounce it. And we talk about Joshua, the son of Nun. And uh, these four days would be unique as a preparation for the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ before we start heading down south through the Jordan Valley towards the plain of Jericho, where we will ascend up to Jerusalem and uh, talk about the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for us so that we would be saved. So that is what we go do with the groups going throughout the land of Israel. What what is uh, is there one thing that stands out on the entire trip that you you know that most people on these tours go, you, you're like this is going to be the one this is the one thing that everybody waits for and they're excited about when they get back on the bus is there something in particular Well I can say that working with so many groups at the end of each group we are we ask the people what was the thing that did strike you mm-hmm. and there are different things of course each one has its own way but most of them will say the garden tomb Mm. the death and the resurrection of Jesus, seeing the Golgotha in front of you, where the crucifixion took place, going into the tomb of the Lord and finding it empty because he is risen, and coming out and celebrating 
it's a, a communion there, a service with the whole group singing hymns over there. Okay, before they travel back home and uh, treasuring this experience in their heart once for all, coming back to the state or back home to the states, that is the most unique experience they have being in the garden tomb itself. Let me ask you if, uh, you know, a lot of us who haven't been to Israel, this will be my first trip to Israel, too. I've been to a lot of places. It but won't I've be the last. Not been to Israel. And uh, I'm just fascinated to see how the Bible comes to life and, and what you're seeing. So what what would you tell those that are going on the trip or thinking about going on a trip, um, how to prepare to go on something like this? Well, since they're coming, actually, the group is coming in February, you need some warm clothing because February is a, is a winter month over there. It might be nice and sunny, we don't know, okay, but usually February will have some rain, so you need some protection from the rain as well. Uh, walking shoes, and people should be able to walk, especially throughout the, the old city. No vehicles in the old city, no buses. So we have to walk for a full day in Jerusalem, the old city, so we can see the whole old city. Mm. So this is what they should prepare for. Lots of water, and of course, uh, as I told you before, water and sodas on the bus are all uh, provided free through the Wilcox company. They don't pay a single dime for it. And this is one reason why we're working with Wilcox Travel, because as we've, uh, for months, we've been trying to put this together, and uh, we wanted something turnkey. So when you come on our trip, uh, you're not having to be nickel and dime for every little thing. Um, so you get on the bus, you've been walking around, there's actually water and sodas there, you can drink, you don't have to pay for it, it's all paid for in the price of the trip. Uh, we just didn't want to have that kind of spinning around and let you enjoy the trip and we'll take care of, or Wilcox is taking care of, uh, Wilcox Travel is taking care of all the other stuff and ultimately you, right? Mm -hmm. I will take care of, of everyone that comes to Israel. But one of the things that people, when they do their packing and they get excited and they forget about is their medicine. So be sure, make sure that if you are on medication, do not forget your medication. That's very important. And your passport. Uh, and all the, you can't leave America then. <laughs> uh, you know, so the, we have all the details, by the way. Uh, we've got a brochure. We've got all that information. It's on our website at the lightfm.org. That's the lightfm.org. Uh, you can find out all your information there. Um, you can sign up, and there's links to all kinds of stuff and all the little details of every day of what's going on. Um, but it's, uh, you know, if... Uh, as as we look at uh, the people on this trip, do you, when as a tour guide, look at the people on this bus as an opportunity uh, that God is bringing people to you so you can minister to them through the experience of what's going on in Israel? Mm -hmm. And uh, like, what are your expectations when you when you when you have a new group coming in? Like, what is what is God doing through you at that moment when you got a whole new bunch of faces? And uh, uh, you know, what, what, what do you think God's working through you on these trips? Well, uh, I can say that uh, every time a group comes in, it's like my first group coming to the country. And uh, I pray to God that he uses me as a vessel for whatever he wants me to say. Okay, If you're coming for the first time, if you come a second time, definitely you will hear me saying different things. Of course, same theology, but in different, uh, I'm not a recorder. Okay, and thus, uh, what I try to do through the Word of God is uh, to bring them closer and more understanding to the Word of God with the layout of the country of Israel. So this is the objective that uh, we have, uh, that uh, we make it clearer for them. Hmm. Well, I'm looking forward to the trip. Is there anything that I have missed that we need to let people know about that you would feel that they would need to know before deciding to come on the trip or, or uh, uh, thinking about coming? 
Well, uh, if you are hesitant, please do not. Israel is waiting for you. It needs your support. Okay, You have to enrich your uh, understanding to the word of God. It's the time. It's a lifetime journey. Please do not hesitate to come because uh, it's, uh, it's a life-changing trip. And uh, that's what I can say for them. Uh, do not be afraid. Security is very good in Israel. God bless you. Well, thank you, Raouf, for coming. We look forward to next time I see you, uh, we'll be in Israel and uh, looking forward to that. I know uh, we've already had a number of people sign up for this trip early on and uh, looking forward to seeing uh, who God's going to bring with us uh, on this trip. Again, if you want details, you can go to our website at thelightfm.org. That's thelightfm.org. All the information there, brochure you can download. Here is the basic information again, February 15th through the 24th, 2019. It's 10 days in Israel. Um, you're uh, leaving from Charlotte. Our flights are leaving from Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, you can find out all of the details and all the particulars of, of what you need and what you can expect, again, on our website at thelightfm.org. Well, closing, I can say three words. Peace, salam, shalom. <laughs> <laughs>